You men who long for love, you mustn't all despair. There's a secret you should know to capture the hearts of the fair. You may not have the looks, you may not have the dash, but you'll win yourself a girl if you've only got a mustache, a mustache, a mustache, if you've only got a mustache. Welcome to another edition of Yeah, Uh-Huh with Lisa, Phil, and Aaron. Hi. And this time, Hi. we're back with another rotisserie cinema. This time, it's mustache movies. You know, in the storied history of movies, there's been some legendary mustaches that have emerged over time. Mm-hmm. And um, so we thought it would be a good topic to kick around, revise history and award a Felix, the opposite of an Oscar, to a deserving film. And now, or a mustache. Yeah. Now, I don't think there ever is going to be a mustache uh, category at the Oscars. There's but probably a mustache museum somewhere, though. They don't get to have as much Bell fun up. as we do. but. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa's sporting a nice one there. She was, but um, would a, would a West mustache wax museum be an oxymoron though? It's... <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I mean, just a I bunch of wax mustaches. Satellite museum, the mustache museum. Yeah, you could I'm, have I'm, the mustache museum, then the mustache wax museum. But what wax, about wax mustaches? mustaches? Yeah. And possibly the beard emporium over there. You know. So let's go ahead and introduce our panelists for this. Um, I'll go according to what my screen looks like. And I'll go with, uh, in the upper left, we have uh, Bill Allen, a longtime friend. Um, Bill, welcome. And a podcast contributor. Yep. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we have Casey Box, who is co-host of an Evening at the Movies podcast, as well as a couple of others. Um, Welcome, Casey. Thanks. Great to be back. And I'm glad to be defending my rotisserie cinema championship from A Nightmare on Elm Street winning the last time I was on. (laughs) Aha, yes. Yes, defending his title. Defending rotisserie cinema champion. Whoa, 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 whoa. We've been... uh, Anxious to have the next uh, gentleman on, and that is Harvey Laguerre. Is that correct, Harvey? Well done. Thank you. You said it right. That doesn't always happen. Yes. Yep. Practice (laughs) just like I did for that pitch. Nice. Uh, (laughs) uh, Thank you for having me. We're talking about movies. Yep. As long as I got time, I'll do it. Um, (laughs) I am host of Men of the Prize of Podcast. And a member of I Did Not Make These Ranking Podcast Network with Mr. Box. Excellent. And we talk about and we talk about fun stuff. And I don't know what title Casey won, but if I'd been there, I'd have won it. So <laughs> I think that win is tainted. Okay. So let's get get out that out of the way. You All you right. never win anything, Harvey. Yeah. You never win anything. That's my, true. Yeah. My nominations. <laughs> my nominations always come in last. Sixteen, mm. Harv. Sixteen. Sixteen. Hey, Aaron, a goal is a goal. Our next guest is, uh, our panelist is Rod Garcia, author. Wait, I'm sorry. In, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Wax Museums. 
Yeah. Um, host, or he's a writer of Endgame. And by the way, the winner of this category is not only getting, or this, yeah, the winner of this category. In other words, the person that nominated the movie that wins this uh, uh, Felix, Felix is going to get a copy of Rod's book for free. That's the prize. Oh, nice. so more than just bragging so, rights. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because, yeah, because all Casey got was now bragging got, rights. Now we've got stakes. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the book is Endgame. Mm-hmm. So welcome, Rob. I-N-D-G-A-M-E. Oh, I, I thought that book would have been how would be a Howard, Howard Mandel lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot, even with the, yeah. Yep. I think, yeah, I think Lisa well, made that. Facial hair does not uh, take that away, actually. No. It's the eyes. It's the eyes and the forehead that bring it in. But Well, and the glasses. Yeah, that's styling. it. Take those off. Right. There you go. Yeah, true. Now it's, Kinda, yeah. now it's more no-ho Hank. <laughs> so, Rod, are you like a germaphobe like Howie? Or? No. no. Thankfully, no. <laughs> kind of a neat freak, but not a germaphobe. So there's a there's a limit to the comparisons there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully in my older age, I say older age because I'm already getting there, but uh, hopefully in my older age, it, it doesn't uh, doesn't pop up as a as an issue. Right. Should you ever move to Cincinnati, we will train f- trade free rent for housekeeping. <laughs> I am because neither of us is a neat freak. I am that guy. We'd love to be, but we're not. <laughs> but we give away the Felix, who was a neat freak. Right. Yes, exactly. Right. Ironically, yeah. yeah. Um, our next panelist is Jeremy Bryant, the host of Maniacal Music Musings and Paranormal, the new normal. Correct. Welcome, Jeremy. Welcome back. Hey, guys. I love always that. A, always a pleasure to be on. That ice cube behind it? Yes, it is. I think you my just inter- did the bracket, right? My, uh, yes, we just did the bracket, and my inner gangster behind me, you know? Yeah. Just listen to him on Marin, actually. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Thea sent me that. Yeah. And finally, uh, and certainly not least, <laughs> my co worker, Nick. Hi, Nick. Hello. We are streaming live. Nick is currently uncamered, um, and that is fine because we do not require uh, visual. It's all good. All right. In any way. So the rules of our game is the first half of the episode. We all present nominations for the Felix. Mm -hmm. We in a two minute time each a two minute time synopsis or argument for why you nominated the film and why it fits the criteria of the uh, subject. And in the second half of the show, we take all the nominations, we rank them, Aaron throws it into his database, and we come up with a Felix as the best. If, if by data, database, you mean Google Sheet. <laughs> well, we got to come up with some exactly. kind of cute name to call it. I call it, they call it, on call the, it the shredder. Yeah, you're shredder stealing that from MLB. Yeah, yeah. so we got to come up with something up with to call it other than, the, you know, some kind of, Mm-hmm. sterile and you know, technical the editor okay that's what it is or something of that nature he throws it yeah. into the yeah to the editor yeah. film editing is very important editing can make or break a film right so so aaron do More we have an aggregator order, than editor or do we have yeah. to do we have to roll for an order um no you you already gave an order harvey went we'll first with, with godfather part one okay yes mm-hmm. correct you are correct. Let's, okay. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Harvey is our first time guest. Um, nice to meet you, Harvey. 
We Thank you. get the honor of the first nomination. And if you got a couple minutes to talk about it, Aaron will tell you when you're up. Okay. Oh, you do not have to timer. use all two minutes, by the way. Right. right. He, he could use 20 talking about the Godfather easy. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Off all right. camera. <laughs> all right. All right. So, the film I'm picking is the greatest film ever made. Let's just get that out of the way. <clears throat> so, there are many in accolade. It's. It's the greatest film put together. By the way, the second best movie ever made would be The Godfather Part Two, in case you didn't know. So get that out the way. But we're talking it's, about might be reversed. Of, it's it's and you know what? I wouldn't even be mad about that. The second part is phenomenal. You know, very few films where you can say where the first two are amazing. And you know, Jeremy likes one where they like to say that, but we know the truth about that Star Wars thing. It's trash. But we get to Godfather. And the character, the movie just begins and what comes upon, well, you, you get somebody else, you get the baker, and then what you get is the face of the greatest American actor, arguably of the 20th century. Yeah. And the mask, the face, the cotton balls in the mouth, everything, that petting mustache. Cat, you know, petting a cat like that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's not, I mean, I could, and they're right, I could talk 20 minutes about The Godfather, but it's simple. It's character development. It's perfection. Everything about him. He's scary. He's calm. He's surrounded by his people. The mustache comes up, the cat, his attorney, his, everybody's in the room. And you know this is serious. This is a mustache of a man that could kill you with the snap of his fingers. And that is Vito Corleone. And we know who that man is. We know what it means. A, a great mustache doesn't have to be, you know, this big, huge mustache that's hanging off of the side of your face. It can be something subtle. And there's nothing more subtle than Vito Corleone. Mm -hmm. I give to you, Vito, the greatest right. mustache in the history of movies. That's it. Excellent. Four, Did you practice that in front of a mirror for two, like an hour? Because that was one. fantastic. What That's he said. <laughs> no, he does, that, he does that naturally anytime anything comes up. Trust me. You want to hear the I'll opposite of that? I'll talk about some actors I don't like, and it'll be just as fun. But uh, your podcast has a new, a new listener, because holy cow. Yeah. Yay! Well, I love how it starts with a, a dinner party. A, you know, it's a, it's like in get like it, you're coming into a party. You know, and, it's, uh, I mean, it's his wedding, his daughter's wedding, wedding, right? Yeah. The daughter's, yeah, right. The daughter's yeah. wedding, and um, yeah, it's just a you know an epic movie. You feel like you're really watching something um, <clears throat> locked in time. Definitely, I like The Godfather Two better though. By the way, The Godfather Two is unreal. It's a phenomenal story. There, I mean, I agree with you conceivably either or. Just two mm. fantastic movies. I read the first, I read the book in maybe a neat, I read yeah. it overnight once. Mario Puzo, one of my favorite authors, who, by the way, also wrote the screenplay for Superman, the first mm -hmm. one. Yes. The best yes. superhero the best movie. One. The best superhero movie of all time. <laughs> Fight me if you disagree. Does is that the one that's odd? No, that is the one. Superman I disagree. Um, no. <laughs> the original were Christopher no, Reeve, the oh, best man. one. Mm -hmm. Excellent. All right. Got to agree. Any any support or rebuttal to Harvey's pick? I've said before. I'll say it again. I'm gonna buy a fucking plane to a plane ticket to Florida and come and fight you for these shits. I swear to God. <laughs> we going, Harvey. We going. Can we live stream those two? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Harvey. I think I made him choke. Oh. You might have. Oh, there you go. Everybody's still there. All right. So, uh, well done, Harvey. Excellent. Mm -hmm. First impression you've made here on our uh, on yeah. Thank uh -huh. you very much. Yeah, so I 
I rated The Godfather um, for movies a 10 and for mustaches a 2, which brought it down to a 6 for me. Oh, okay. See what you did there? You just broke, you just broke Harvey's Velveteen heart. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's okay. Right. I'm, I'm going I'm to break my own heart when it's my turn next. Right. It's your turn. I know. Does anybody else have anything to say about Godfather first? And behind what and Harvey said, Harvey, that was compelling. Um, yeah. yeah, that was compelling. Right. I think uh, sure. uh, the only thing I would add is that uh, the obviously Godfather is a great movie, maybe arguably the best movie on this list, but it's not just about the movie. The movie. Yeah, it's about the mustache. Yeah. So. But he made his, he made his mustache. Behind point. the mustache, mm-hmm. I yeah. think. All right. Yeah, well. that's, a, that's a deadly mustache. Yep. yep. What do you got, Aaron? Okay. Click the timer. Um, if I'd have known that Sam Elliott was in Tombstone, I would never have nominated The Big Lebowski. As great a movie as it is, and as great a mustache as Sam Elliott has, he's in another movie with many better mustaches. But um, The Big Lebowski was my nomination, and uh, I'll just let it sit like that. All right. I love The Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. My, my favorite segment is when he's tripping. And that uh, oh, the bowling alley thing. Yeah, we're, yeah. the song um, just dropped in. To see what condition my condition in. is. Right, in. right. Mm-hmm. It's Kenny Rogers, and who is it? The condition my condition and is in. The whole Busby Berkeley musical number going on there. Yeah, but yeah. it's heavily quotable. I mean, it's like so much stuff that uh, like uh, John Goodman says in it, and uh, you know um, Donnie. And the nihilists and the Jesus, you know, there's just so much in it that's mm-hmm. it's very fertile for quotes and and memes and stuff. So, Aaron, I go with your. I, I I mean the film, yeah, but I think when I think of Sam Elliott, I think you hit the nail on the head. He's one. That's why when I get to mine and talk about mine, but when I think had of I, Sam Elliott, I had think I seen of, Tombstone yeah. before this project, I probably wouldn't have nominated Lebowski. Oh, it wouldn't matter. But Sam Elliott's, I I mean. The films you think of, it's always Sam it's Elliott with the good mustache. Nomination. It's yeah. solid. Yeah. The, the the question is 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 the act is the real icon Sam Elliott or the mustache? Does does Sam Elliott wear the mustache or does the mustache wear Sam Elliott? Yeah. It doesn't matter. I think it's a symbiotic relationship. I think you're right. It's like venom. Yeah, yeah. Mustache exactly. Found a place on his face. It's like I have a host. Well done, Aaron. Can't even imagine Sam Elliott without that mustache. No. Literally, no. He probably and I usually remove the facial hair from my favorite actors <laughs> mentally, not him. Yeah, it should get its own credit. Yeah, in the movie, separate from mm-hmm. Sam himself, it should be Sam's yeah. mustache. It's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, I assume there's no more rebuttals or support for Big Lebowski. I mean, I will say, if you want to see a better version of the dude, watch Endgame and see Thor in it. But that's a better version of the dude. Just saying. Interesting. Okay. What do you say to that, Aaron? I mean, can I just say I just, that I, I think just shrugged as much as I enjoy Sam Elliott, I feel like that mustache in he was in the movie Mask, I believe. Was that 88 yeah. or 9? Yeah. The mask was in full. He was in full. The mask was running there. Well, the, the mustache was great there. Um, I'm trying to think. There's one other. What am I thinking of? Oh, God. It's the movie he did. I think there's one movie where he's clean shaven. What movie is that? Oh, goodness. Yeah. oh, I can't think of one. I don't know. That's like seeing those pictures of grizzly bears shaven. I, okay, I now just I have think to look it up. Frightening thing. I'll look that up. All right. Well, yeah. How about, that's uh, all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
How about uh, we move on to Rod? Okay. So uh, my pick was Tombstone. And um, I mean, just with the subject matter, the writing I felt was exquisite. Having worked in the industry, the the camera work was was just top notch. Um, and then you you get this ensemble cast. So I made a list. Um, Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, Michael Bean, Stephen Lang, Powers Booth, Thomas Hayden Church, Michael Rooker, Charlton Heston. I mean, the cast itself was just a who's who of generations of great actors. Um, but there were a few things that I thought I might as well bring to the table that you guys might not have known. Um, Willem Dafoe was originally uh, sought to play out Doc Holliday, um, but he was uh, in the middle of Pas- or, um, Last Temptation of Christ, so he couldn't do it. So Val Kilmer was their second choice. So thank you, Willem Dafoe, for giving us Val Kilmer. He was their Huckleberry. Uh, oh, man, he was. Um, yeah, he did a good job there. He was he was so amazing in it. I just can't imagine anything better. But uh, Billy Bob Thornton actually improvised his entire scene. There was uh, like the where he was supposed to put the gun down and, oh, you're still there. That was completely ad-libbed, which I thought was fun. All of the mustaches in Tombstone are real, except for one. Um, one of the actors, John Tenney, uh, he was in the middle of another film, so he couldn't grow out his mustache. But every one of those mustaches you see in the film was real. They all grew them out. They all groomed them properly. And uh, so that I thought was impressive in itself. Um, Wyatt Earp's fifth cousin actually appears in the film. Val Kilmer during his death scene laid on a bed of ice so that he would appear cold and dying. Um, the actors actually wore period appropriate wool coats, even in the hot Arizona sun. Oh my God. So there was a bit of method acting, acting going on there as well. And uh, Kevin Costner was originally supposed to be a part of the original film and he got ousted. And uh, that's why he made his Wyatt Earp film separately so i feel like some trivia helps kind of bolster what went on with the film itself but i just think overall the mustaches are fantastic the film was great the score was incredible and uh and uh where i can't deny that godfather may be one of the best of all time i think tombstone is one of the best westerns of all time maybe the best i I concur and i hate wyatt earp even more now that you told me that story because (laughs) That seems pretty uh, uh, self-indulgent or kind of, you know, arrogant. I never did like Costner for whatever reason, even though he's contributed a few baseball movies that I've enjoyed. But anyway. Yeah, the baseball movies have been his love for baseball, clearly. But yeah. Yeah, he was mad and said, screw y'all. I'll go make my own now. Yeah, that was a mistake. It okay, was. if yeah. I can interject here, in all Sam Elliott's mustache, in all Sam Elliott's mustache stars in 26 Sam Elliott movies and makes a cameo in one. His mustache was not cast in nine of them. Most famously, Jurassic Park 3. Oh, yeah. He was in Jurassic Park 3. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. Well, wow. so there I we are. I haven't seen that in a long ass time. That's why the movie failed, though, because, you know, Sam yeah. Elliott's mustache wasn't in it. His, his mustache does appear in some scenes, but there are uh, flashbacks where he's a younger character. Very regrettable. Not and that was done in 2001, and they 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 styled him with dark hair and no mustache. He had no mustache for the final season of Justified also. Okay. I forgot Ooh. he was in Justified, and we watched yeah, the whole well, series. That's why, no mustache. Yeah, but, yeah I can't even recognize him without watching. it. Right. Yeah. Who the hell is that? 
minute. I'm sorry. That's the one minute back for to, Lisa. Back to Tombstone. Um, <laughs> now, Philip is not a fan of one of the actors you mentioned. Any idea why he got ousted? Um, no, no, that's actually I didn't I didn't pursue it because I was focused on the film and not who didn't make it into it. Right. Well, right. Defoe, I knew why, but uh, right. I don't know why Kevin Costner didn't. I honestly it's it's funny. I Kevin Costner films are are hit and miss with me because yeah. and sometimes it's because of the length. Actually, it's always because of the length. Sometimes I like the the grand, you know, the the kind of the epic it work for Dances with Wolves. It doesn't work with every one of his films. And I just think he takes himself way too seriously. So. Yeah, I kind of think that might be. You nailed it. You know, you nailed yeah. it. That's what I don't like. Also, yeah. Um, all right, so let's move along to Nick. Mm-hmm. Nick, what is your nomination? Uh, well, it was going to be Tombstone because that's my all-time favorite movie. So uh, I had to go with uh, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Johnny Depp's uh, mustache in there is pretty iconic, and uh, he also he actually created the character. Uh, they they were looking for more of a Disney was looking for more of a less today. yes they're looking for more of that type of a role and he came in fully costumed so that that costume he was wearing is actually what he came up with on his own uh, except they actually made him tone it down a little bit yeah, uh, modeled after Keith Richards, teeth, and they made him. Yeah, they made him get rid of the gold teeth. Uh, but yeah, I, and I, I, I've always liked uh, not so much. You know, I don't know about his his character itself, but uh, as an actor, I think he's a he's a great actor. Man. He was in our. He was in the nineteen eighty four champion movie uh, Nightmare on Elm Street too. Yep, that's right. That's right. That was one of the, I think his. That was mustache. his first actual movie he did. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But if you guys, a uh, bit of trivia, Nick Cage was originally uh, supposed to be cast as that role, and he didn't want to be in a horror flick because he already had a career that was kind of up and coming, and he was afraid it would hurt it. And um, he and Johnny were really good friends, and he said, hey, bud, <laughs> how would you like to take this role? And Johnny was like, hell yes. So uh, it worked out well for everybody, because somehow Nick Cage screaming in the bed as he's being sucked into the the hole in the bed just would have been way too over the top. Yeah. 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 Especially for the low tolerance for Nick Cage that sometimes it, fades. Yeah. And he's right. I think it might have really damaged his career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not as much people... as uh what's the what's the movie where they kind of went back in time? Uh Peggy Sue got married. Oh, oh yeah. Where that he did that horrible where he did that horrible voice through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Except for the part where, you know, except for that. Yeah, but yeah. All right. I like well, I guess we gotta, I guess we got to pick it up a little bit because we're, we're only about a third of the way to our nominations here. But um, good job, Nick. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that'll rank high on several lists here. Um, Edmund Thea did not. Sh- uh, she couldn't make it today, but she did submit a list. So how are we going to do this? I, I could go ahead and. Uh, yeah, she talk. she submitted Deadwood. Mm-hmm. Philip and, and Philip watched and, the movie last night just in case he got called on. Well, Aaron's I watched deep. it about three days ago. Yeah. Okay, and it's—I mean, it's a—it's a incredible series. It's really—I mean, you have to suspend suspend disbelief because I don't think cowboys really spoke in such flowery terms, or you know, what did Thea yeah, call iambic it? pentameter? Right? Yeah, <laughs> she 
called it uh, profane poetry. Yeah. Um, and it's mm-hmm. it's really engaging on a, on a cerebral level to watch, you know, to become engaged in that yeah. show. And the movie. All those cunts and cocksuckers are great. Right. I thought the movie was so much worse than the series. I thought the movie was dreadfully boring. Okay. Mm. It was a sad send off to me. I really yeah. loved the, the 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 series, and I just I wanted so much more out of it. And the 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 film just felt like they were just tying it up in a quick bow. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that before. Um, I was surprised by the number of cameos in it. You know, like uh, Gerald McRaney wasn't Simon and Simon wasn't he the the uh, yeah I mean, he was in the series was he yeah okay yeah he was but uh I think he's a strong candidate but yeah based on the the movie maybe not so much but the uh the series was really good I know it was must 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 watch TV for Aaron and his family so I didn't really remember the movie I watched it I think I I binged like the last season of the series and then watched the movie and then immediately forgot it and watched it again. <clears throat> right. And I really liked it the second time around. Um, I think it's the only movie that uh, moved me to a tear on the whole list. Well, I wrote down what Aww. Ian Machane's last words were in the movie. Cause I thought that was pretty prophetic. Yeah. I think the last words were they should have sent Bill Allen the money for making this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't. I agree more with Aaron. I enjoyed it. On I enjoyed it more than a couple of you guys did. So but, I just felt like it was rushed. That to me, I I didn't have a problem with the film itself as much. I just felt like it felt so rushed. Like there was so yeah. much more I really wanted out of it. I, I thought it was like, a good send off because at the end, Trixie his uh, oh as swearing Jin dies. Okay. Yeah, Trixie uh, begins to recite the Lord's Prayer over oh, yeah. his deathbed. You know, this is spoiler alert, by the way, and. Uh, as Swearingen's uh, passing away and uh, she gets to as far as who art in heaven. Um, and uh, Swearingen typically says, let him fucking stay there. And that's the last word. So I thought that was kind of fitting, you know, kind of sacrilegious too. But we got into it. I feel like having binged the, the season right before watching the movie the first time, I kind of rushed myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. But watching it on its own, I think, was a better experience and with some remove from having just watched the series again. Well, okay, so we got another non-attendee nomination, and that's Mike, Mike Hilbig. But his movie was There Will Be Blood. Does anybody want to take a turn at that? Any fans of There Will Be Blood? Particularly? It's the the first Paul Thomas Anderson movie of two and the first um, Daniel Day-Lewis movie of two in in the list today. I don't, uh, think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen it, so I didn't get a chance. It's to. a fantastic movie, dude. Great movie. It's yeah, it is. Daniel Day Lewis comes out every three, four years, if not, if not every five, six. Drops an amazing performance, and he just goes back into. He's amazing. He's absolutely. He yeah. he is one of the best actors of 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 all time. Like he he could I, he I, I I don't know where he'd fall on a list like that, but he is a phenomenal actor. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, oh, I started God. to watch this a couple of years ago, and I I couldn't get out of the uh, the ground the hole in the ground he was in with the, the oil and everything. It's like I couldn't mm-hmm. get off the ground with this movie. I, I stopped after about fifteen minutes, and I was like, I'm just not going to make it through this thing. But then I watched it for this exercise, and it is a really like you said, Harvey, excellent movie. Picks up a lot of steam once he goes into town and, and yeah. um engages the townspeople and you see the kind of 
percolating evil underneath, you know, that motivates him kind of. And that's, yeah, it's really a strong performance. Yeah. I think um, the other Daniel Day Lewis mustache is better, but this is the better of the two performances. And I think the next movie is the other Daniel Day Lewis movie. Right. Right. And that would be Chancy's, uh, Chancy of Jeremy's podcast, um, Maniacal Music Musings and <laughs> Chancy Greif, um, Gangs of New York. And that is uh, another Daniel Day Lewis, as you alluded to. And I love that movie. I mean, that movie. Uh, anybody want to take a chance? You know, take a shot at uh, um, profiling. I want. I want to say that uh, Mike's book is Judgment Day and Other White Lies, and the yes. drug is called Judgment Day. Right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Apologies uh, to Mike. Right. Yeah. I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of Gangs of New York. I never have been. Like I saw yeah. when I was younger, and like I just didn't get into it. Like it just never thrilled me. And I'm from New York. I'm saying something. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just love it. I found it boring. I love the opening sequence where um, Liam Neeson goes marching down to the street. They have the big broads in the street. It looks fantastic to me. I mean, it just. Oh, that that one scene. Yeah, that one scene's amazing. Other than that, it's just boring. (laughs) I Uh, actually use parts of that show for my uh, history class and all that when they do the voting and all that and they're rounding everybody up and getting them out and saying, the one guy's like, I've already voted. You haven't done your civic duty. Go down there and vote again. And stuff like that. So when I'm doing government and the kids kind of see that and they're like looking, I'm like, yeah, that that's exactly how it was back then. You know, there there was no let me flash my driver's license and get through it and all that. So you could tie some some things in uh, with it in the classroom that the, the kids kind of like and all that. So, I mean, I, I like the movie. I, I think that's one of his better performances. Daniel Day Lewis is I still think Lincoln is probably his best one of his best. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think the movie has a little historical stuff that you can put, at least, at least that I use anyway. Yeah. It was shot in Rome, apparently. Hmm. It was nominated for 10 Oscars and won zero. Um, here's a, here's the one interesting thing I found out about this movie. Scorsese originally wanted Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi to play the leads. He wanted Aykroyd to play the DiCaprio role. That would have been amazing. That, that would have been amazing. That would have made a good movie. That would have made it more entertaining, Jeremy. <laughs> the Blues Brothers? Fuck it. The that, Blues Brothers always bring it. That would have made it an entire... So Belushi was going to be the Daniel Day-Lewis role? I guess, yeah. Uh, well, Aykroyd is... Aykroyd's are actually a very good dramatic actor. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He's wrapping my head around Belushi. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's... Right, right, right. Well, think about how long ago Belushi died. Yeah, 1982. Scorsese had in, this movie in mind for 32 years. Like... He had read a book um, uh, called Oil by, yeah. I, I can't remember the author. It's, it flashes it up on Sin, Upton Sinclair or Sinclair Upton Lewis. Sinclair, There's Sinclair in it. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. So he, it had been percolating and gone through a lot of different iterations, I guess, in his mind before it was finally made. But that, I thought that was the most interesting one. I mean, was, was it going to be like a comedic element to it? You know, I don't know. But, but yeah. it's kind of different. We'll never know. Yep. So our next nomination goes to Casey. Yay. So um, not going to lie. I will preface my speech with the fact that technically my selection wasn't my number one selection. Um, some of my other options that I would have picked at number one were already taken ahead of me. Yeah. Harvey. I think we understand why you, oh, why you chose that. Yeah. Tom Selleck had to be in the, in the competition, right? But right. yet at, at the same time, you can't have a mustache discussion without having 
Tom Selleck somewhere right. in the discussion. And to me, if I was going to pick a Tom Selleck movie that, for lack of a better term, best showcases his mustache, um, I would go ahead and probably pick Three Men and a Baby only because of the fact that um, cinematically it's probably one of my favorite Tom Hanks, or not Tom Hanks, Tom Selleck performances of all time. Um, and it isn't necessarily all Tom Hanks. It's the ensemble aspect of him and Gutenberg and Ted Danson and everything that transpires throughout the majority of the movie with them trying to figure out how to properly care for and raise a baby on their own with no desire and being the um, party-esque bachelors that they are. But um, no, I mean, Tom or Tom Selleck's mustache is epic to the point that, I mean, it's been referenced in, you know, mindless banter on like friends when he and Ross are discussing, you know, how he takes care of his mustache. Does he have a, you know, comb for that or a brush or blah, 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 whatever. It's, it is what it is. And Tom Hanks, or, mm, seriously, I've got Tom Hanks on the brain because we're getting yeah. ready to okay. do Tom. Call him Hanks a few times. We're getting ready to do Tom Hanks movie bracket on an evening at the movies. That's why Tom Hanks keeps popping into my head. But um, no, Tom Selleck is, just, you have the refined perfection of his mustache where some of the others that have been mentioned before, with the exception of Vito, Garvey, you mustache thief, you <laughs> have all tend, tended to be the little outspoken bam in your face, the big boisterous stash. mustache. Yeah, the big stash, where like Vito and Tom Selleck have the more refined, properly well kept mustaches on mm. the list. Yeah, you're, so, you're over your two minutes. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is. I had enough anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, of all, I mean, he's like a good looking dude, right? But without his mustache, he looks so good. I've seen him in roles yeah. without his mustache. I mean, it's like night and it's like Burt Reynolds without a mustache. You know, that's like, that's really. the other point, though, is literally that mustache defines his look because, like, most people since in the last few years since he shaved it off are like, that's not even the same Tom Selleck. No. I mean, right. Tom Selleck and the mustache go hand in hand together. He's Magnum, not blue coats or whatever, blue blood or whatever. Blue bloods, yeah. I mean, like him and Sam Elliott are like quintessential. If anybody, if they shave their mustaches off, people are going to freaking scream bloody murder. Right. Yeah. Like, I have to agree with Burt Reynolds being the trifecta on that. Yeah. yeah. Total diff. Like, uh, uh, what was the football movie? Longest, Longest Yard. Longest Yard. Yeah, Longest yeah. Yard. That was like when when uh, he gets he's, he's clean shaven in that, right? Yeah, but not at the beginning. At the beginning, remember he's like uh, out partying and he like steals his girlfriend's car and he gets pulled. It's like out a Trans Am or yeah. Camaro or something. I don't remember the mustache though. Yeah, yeah, he did, and that's part of it because they shaved it off. You know, they took uh, his mustache and he'd go to prison. You know, it's like. Uh, well, he had again when he came back in Longest Yard, the Adam Sandler version. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He did. Um, Didn't watch right, the Adam Sandler version. Oh, you need to see that movie. I don't know that I do. It's so much better than the original. So much better. Yet another oh, movie. Hell no yeah, on that one. Kind of. You know. The, the uh, that, of, kind of assumes that I that I don't. That's a future episode. Adam Sandler too. Ooh, that's remake a that's a real good episode. Yeah. That's a future episode. Oh. I have talk, declared. We can talk about how good Rob Zombie Halloween is compared to the original. 
Cut his mic. Cut his mic now. I'd say about Tom Selleck. You can only do that if Amanda comes on. Man, Harvey's expression when you said that. Yeah. I wasn't a. No, Casey's expression was the best one. His face went down so fast. I wasn't a Magnum watcher, and I haven't seen any of his other. My face went down. Imagine because that Amanda's will go even ten times worse. Oh, about that shit with her in the room. Uh, Amanda will cut you for that. I know already. Trust me. <laughs> I I thought I thought Tom Selleck was was more charismatic than I knew. I I never really watched anything with Todd. I didn't watch Magnum. I didn't watch any of his other movies. I don't watch Blue Bloods. Well, didn't he do something but, called um, Mr. Baseball where he goes to? Japan? I did see the Mr. Baseball was, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. fun. He's in Japan. I've Weekly never seen down under. No, it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure it was Japan. But I take it back. I have seen another, but um, he's, he was really charismatic in this one. Yeah, yeah. he drove. He drove three men and a baby a lot yeah. more than Ted Danson and Gutenberg did. Man, Danson yeah. was in Let's Turkey. Not disrespect Sam Malone. Calm yourself, buddy. <laughs> All right, Ted Danson did what he was supposed to. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ted Danson's amazing. Ted Danson. <laughs> well, the only time, the only reason I bought that or got that movie to watch was to see the ghost of the child inside the window um, <laughs> in, in the one scene, three men and a baby. Which was somewhat considered a hoax. So Well, it turned know. out it was like a cardboard cutout. But yeah. why would there be a cardboard cutout of a little boy? I don't understand that too much. I think it was a munchkin thing. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Hey, yeah, Harvey. And three men and a baby. Harvey, wasn't Ted Danson the subject of my first draft win when we were doing our drafting too as well? Otherwise known as the start of your losing streak. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. So glad I'm here. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Appreciate it. <laughs> Carrying it over the losing streak from the other podcast. Mm-hmm. I, like mm-hmm. I like the heat. Brings a little. Yeah, a little let's action. bring that spice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what right, we do. Well done. So I'm gonna go ahead and shoot through mine real quick. Uh, Boogie Nights, um, 1997. Another Paul Thomas Anderson. I feel like it like captures the essence of the times perfectly. Um, tons of mustaches in this one. William H. Macy, uh, Alfred Molina, uh, Burt Reynolds, Reynolds, of course. Um, Got to have Burt Reynolds in into this uh, subject somewhere. Um, but uh, the role played by uh, Mark uh, this, who? Mark Wahlberg. Yes, based on John Holmes. Um, of course, his, uh, you know, his member makes a, an appearance in it. And I, I forgot all about that, actually, until I rewatched the movie. But so John Holmes equipment made an appearance no, 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 or Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it Wahlberg. wasn't it was it wasn't his real dick. He, yeah, was, I'm uh, pretty sure that was a prosthetic, right? It was. It was. Yeah, yeah clearly. So. He's not walking around with that. Not without having a bad back. Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler. Yeah. Um, but the thing I loved about my, the, the lasting impression from that movie for me is the scene where they go to Alfred Molina's mansion trying to make a drug deal. And the one dude will not come off the idea of he's got to get the money from the dude's safe. And Sister Christian's playing and it's just a frenetic. That guy, that guy had a spectacular mustache, too. Yes, mm-hmm. that was probably exactly. the it, it might have been the best mustache of the movie. And I can't remember the dude's name. The character. I would think so. But the cast of that movie is fantastic, too. I mean, you got yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Julianne Moore's in it. You know, she plays the most, what do you call her, the most irresponsible mother yeah. in movie history or something? <laughs> Worst mother in movie history, pretty much. 
Yeah. Um, but the guy who the guy who plays uh, Gomez in the in Wednesday, he he, had, he was actually in that movie. I was surprised. Like yeah. that he had a small Luis Guzman is in that. Luis yeah. Guzman. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't uh, Thomas yeah. Jane? Wasn't that the guy's mm-hmm. name that was the character Thomas Jane? Right. Right, he had a good stash too, but yeah, he was the guy. He was the nutcase. I mean, he was wired. I mean, they were totally wired on coke when they went to, to when make they that deal. when they arrived to make a drug deal. They were already high. Yeah, never but, a good move. Never a good move. Like that movie. No. But any rebuttals? That's uh, Bill. I think you went with the wrong Burt Reynolds one, and I Burt had to be on there. But when I see Burt in that movie, I just see him as the goatee. I mean, you had to go with Smokey because yeah. then you had Jackie Gleason. Right on That's it with right. him. I mean, that would have pushed this is it over. So much better movie yeah. than Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. There was Smokey and the Bandit three. I get your yeah. point, Bill. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to. I Jerry think Reed playing went, the role. You, you went with volume of mustache. You went with volume of facial hair movie. Yeah, but I think yeah. most people seem to select good movies too over the mustaches. I mean, when you I really mean, is a decent movie. Yeah. We're looking at you, Harvey. <laughs> and if you're if you're just going with like interesting performance then um striptease where he uh, where he slathers himself with vaseline and rubs dryer lint from the girl that he's obsessing about um played by uh bruce willis's oh Dem- Demi Demi Moore. that that scene right there cemented my happiness about him as an actor because i mean i've never thought of him as really that great of an actor but that scene right there Who? he won me over well what's the old joke if uh whenever a bad movie's made uh Bert Bert Reynolds gets a, uh, a royalties yeah <laughs> but, uh, anyway but he made a career out of it well we have another we have another uh non-attendee uh freddie couldn't make it unfortunately freddie mm-hmm. is the um, host of Bracket Bastards, which mm-hmm. we've been on. It's an excellent show. Um, mm-hmm. Would love to have him back for another for round on our show, um, but he couldn't make it today. So, but he nominated a million ways to die in the West. I'm willing to stand up for this movie if nobody else wants it. Oh, it's it's an incredible freaking movie. It's an incredible yeah. Fr- yeah. It's Seth MacFarlane's genius. Like, oh, you go <laughs> ahead then, because I think you liked it more than me. Oh, I, I didn't even have to watch it again. I saw this like 20 times like the week it came out. It was hilarious. It's right, freaking, right. Neil, Neil Patrick Harris playing himself, basically, well, playing a straight version of himself, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's always, he's always hilarious when he does that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got, you got, you got something farther than himself playing like the greatest role in the movie. He, I mean, he even throws in some Family Guy voices here and there to just kind of drop hints. But it's yeah. just, and Sarah Silverman, so many good actors, actresses. I can't even think of them all. I mean, it's just. Giovanni Ribisi like does a great job as like the main character. Like mm-hmm. it's just an amazing role, amazing movie, and the mustache song is one of the greatest things ever. Like right, yeah, right. yeah. that's gonna. I be had that on. I had that on burn CDs back in the late two thousands. I am just gonna rebuff that with that's coming from the guy that thinks Adam Sandler's Longest Yard is better than the original. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's it has gold comparatively side by side. It has Goldberg and Stone Cold in it. It's better. That doesn't. No, it doesn't. That doesn't help. That didn't make your case. That just disproved it. It's got wrestlers in it that makes it better. And I'm a wrestling yes. fan, and I know better than that, bro. Come on, come on. Sorry, come sorry on. Jer- Jeremy. I'm going to uh, demure to your elders. I, I felt like uh, 
this movie was more droll than really funny. Mm-hmm. I, it just I I had higher expectations for it. I thought it was you know it's going to be hilarious, and it was just kind of sort of funny, and then there'd be a shocking bit of violence out of nowhere that I guess you're supposed to laugh at too. But were you stoned when you watched it, Aaron? Oh, more than like stoned well, that, that, is one. I, I don't your, know if I'm issue. stoned ever, but um, I was probably high when I watched it. Yeah, I don't. I don't totally disagree with Aaron. I found some of it to be a little more droll than laugh out loud funny. There were moments that I found funny, but a little bit of the humor, of course, was somewhat sophomoric. So, you know, on the other hand, there were bits that were just like you say, the mushroom song or the mustache song. Mustache song was good. Yeah. And uh, and Neil Patrick Harris as the uh, the titular bad guy who dropped out instantly, who who chickened out instantly when a real opponent showed up. So I I had the opposite reaction. I expected very little out of that, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought I had to, I realized I had to confuse yeah, another. Yeah, used to watch it for a long time. I think there was like a Netflix movie called The Legend of Dode Hollow or something, some kind of thing that was like a Western that Netflix produced. And I had this movie mixed up with that. And I was like, I'm not even, but I watched it and I enjoyed it. The only thing I didn't like was the potty humor. I didn't really yeah. necessarily need to have him, you know, dropping a deuce in his drawers or anything, but yeah. the rest of the movie was pretty good. Well, you're talking about you're talking about expect. Yeah, seriously, you're, ta- you're, ta- you're talking about a guy who made one of the best scenes of Family Guy, literally, with four of them throwing up after they took X Locks. Like, it's just well, it's his humor. It's it's his humor. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. I, and also, I'm not as familiar with uh, Seth. You know, Seth McFarlane. I mean, like the roast, maybe stuff like that. But I haven't watched Family Guy much. I mean, I thoroughly enjoy uh, the uh, the space show. And I expect oh. it to be way more of a powder parody than it is. All right. So uh, the next one is Lisa. You're on. Uh, okay. Now I realize that the only real mustache in this is a woman, and I chose it for that specific reason. And there were only two movies available with a woman empowered by mustache. One of them was the Marvel Universe. Selma Hayek. That's fine. She was already in power. She was the mom of the Eternals. Whereas I chose The Greatest Showman because this woman literally comes out of hiding. And the first thing you see as the sheets drop is her, a woman with facial hair who's ashamed of who she is. And by the end of the movie, she is powerful. She leads the freaks in this show and she feels her own power, authority, and beauty. And that is why I chose the bearded lady slash mustache lady from The Greatest Showman as my representation for mustache movies. Right. Well said. Thank you. Okay. And I I hate musicals, but I love, I like, I didn't love it. I like this movie much more than I thought I would. Oh, it's phenomenal! It's the one, music one the... in it. Oh my god! Sorry. Yeah. 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 Oh no, I, I, you're you're 100 right. The music in it is amazing, and I mean, once again, Hugh Jackman has proves he could play anything in the world and be great at it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. The only thing that pissed me off about this movie is they actually did go away from like the real stories about um the character's name. I can't think of at this moment for some reason. P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. they actually they went away from his like real stories about him being like a hoaxer and stuff and. I kind of wish they include more of that in, but I mean, it's a, 
Disney musical. So what you're going to get, what you get. But yeah, I mean, it was the music's amazing, though. Like the music is incredible. Everybody that could sing mm-hmm. in that movie is freaking incredible. Like it's just. Yep. Yeah. Well, I know you I'm guys. You, Phil. I'm not. I'm not a big musical person either, and I had very low expectations for it. But I, I actually liked it. Mm-hmm. Not as much as some others have, but I, but I did like it. I do generally like musicals, and thought this was terrible. Thought mm-hmm. that there wasn't a good song in it. Amanda will cut really? you. And um, <laughs> she'll. I, I gave. Ass. I gave I extra. Instead of a one for mustache, I gave three for the girl power. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, this was this was my last place film. Well, I mean, really for me, it was the even though she didn't rise that far, she still went from being someone hiding behind a sheet in a laundry, having nothing more yeah. to look forward to in her life, no relationships, no family, to being in front of a family. So yeah. to me, that's a major rise. It's empowerment and yeah. her voice, her voice is incredible. I mean, oh, beautiful. It, beautiful. Like, I think, I think she actually came from like the voice or one of those shows. I think she actually won one of them and that's where she came from. Like she, mm-hmm. if you watch her other stuff online, her voice is always in good. It's always incredible. Right. Right. Jeremy, your beard is still better though. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say, yeah. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. All right. Well, good job, Lisa. I thought I, there was a creative choice. And the yeah. original thought it was, was, well, it was a bold choice. Even Hugh Jackman doesn't have a mustache. What can I say? I'm a gold. I'm a I'm a bold chick. Representing Bill. All right. Um, when that, the topic came to me, I was thinking the actors, and that's what came to me first was who do I picture when I think of mustaches? And my Mount Rushmore of mustaches was Burt Reynolds, Tom Selleck, Sam Elliott. But my choice was Charles Bronson. He is the quintessential Hollywood tough guy. I mean, you could argue whatever you want. Death Wish, I mean, good movie. The rest of them all suck after that. But, I mean, coming from the time, you know, the 70s when the movie's made, how it is, how it influenced. But when you think of Charles Bronson, you don't think of Charles Bronson without that signature stash. And that's why I went with Chuck. I mean, I just thought, iconic, he's got to be there. And so went with Death Wish, Charles Bronson. I thought I'd seen Death Wish before, but I think I'd only seen one or two of the sequels, which I really hated. I like Death Wish a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't watch the, the remake with Bruce Willis. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I, I accidentally uh, grabbed that from the library the first day and <laughs> returned it the next Willis. day and found, found the right one. I did the same thing with the Nightmare on Elm Street for the last one. They, they, there was a remake I didn't know about. Fuck that remake. Jackie <laughs> I love Jackie hey man, That was why. They should have just re-released the original. I thought the worst one was Psycho. Love to go see It was that. like a shot-by-shot, shot, complete duplicate of Psycho. Yeah. Like, why did yeah. they make this why they even bother? With bad acting. Right, yeah. right. The acting wasn't as good. I mean, I feel like uh, the guy they played that was playing... Um, um, I thought he did an okay job, but otherwise the whole thing was a, a write-off. I mean, another thing too, when I was thinking about it, I only th- thought of like two movies I could think of off the top of my head, which was like Once Upon a Time in the West and Cato's Land where Charles didn't have the mustache. Mm. Every other time, I just, I see him with the mustache. Yeah, and I mean, I loved that you got this on because that was actually one of my first thoughts as well. 
simply because growing up, I mean, Death Wish was the first movie that the first revenge movie that my mom allowed my father to let me watch. I grew up watching whatever my dad watched. I was his remote control. And I was daddy's girl. So I sat next to him and watched movies with him and violence and and cowboy movies and spaghetti westerns, especially. And Death Wish was my first revenge movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it, of course. I sat next to my dad whenever my dad went, yeah, I went, yeah. (laughs) Don't watch Death Wish 5. That is a piece of trash. Oh, God, no. Every Death Wish with a number is a money grab. The only I, one with a story, like you say, Aaron, the only one with a story that you can expect to actually kind of enjoy is the first one. You do not need to torture yourself with any of the others. Yeah. Well, I like I how he, totally. he does that movie Telephone or Telephone, T-E-L-E-F-O-N. It was a clean oh. shaven Charles Bronson in that one. I think. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I haven't seen that. I mean, and trivia for, uh, for Death Wish, uh, if, if, uh, the quickest way to get Jeff Goldblum to walk off of a out of an interview is to show the rape scene uh, <laughs> that he was in in Death Wish. He oh yeah, he will <laughs> not. He was. Oh, well, he's such a liberal. Yeah. I'm surprised he was willing to do that. Oh well, I mean, it was a whole different time for him. But he walks back. He'll walk off of a set if they try to show that. If they try to get him to talk about it, he's like, nope, no, I didn't. Such was that one of his first roles? It was. It had yeah. to been. Corny as hell. And you know what I'd say? I don't appreciate you showing that. It was for money. Right. Thankfully, after that, I was able to be pickier. Well, Casey, I don't want to put you on the spot, mm-hmm. but I wonder if you might handle Amanda's uh, pick of Super Troopers. Have you seen it? I have seen it. It's been a while, but um, I will defend her pick with the fact that um, it is one of her all-time favorite movies of all time. Um, she loves it. It makes her laugh. Um, it has even gotten her thrown in Facebook jail, thanks to me, once. <laughs> um, well, okay, I made reference to, um, on one of our recordings, um, having shenanigans, and she chimed in with, the next person that says shenanigans, I'm going to pistol whip. And evidently, Mark Zuckerberg thought that was not appropriate and put her in Facebook jail for two weeks, so. I have never had that happen. I hear people talking about that Facebook jail, but I guess I'm just not controversial. Yeah. Oh, I I had a second account for a long time because of that. Really? Yeah, she she went in Facebook jail literally like three times inside of like a month and a half. Because Diamond has half a dozen Facebook accounts. for Not just for that, but for other things as well. But we even developed a a hashtag (laughs) because of it hashtag free amanda because <laughs> oh, like showed up i was having to do all of her simplest postings for all of that and speaking huh. of the devil there she yeah. is just in time yeah, let her defend, let just her in time her. to defend her own pick let her defend her damn pistol whipping facebook jail pick as well <laughs> hey can you guys hear me yeah yep Unfortunately. okay well i I'm in the car, but I heard you talking about my pick, so I thought I'd just hop in for a second. Cool. Uh, answer any questions about Super Troopers that you might have. Yeah. Besides well, the fact that it's the best movie ever and full of amazing mustaches. And shenanigans. Really funny, and you are right. And the, the police messing with the people, I love that. Yeah. 
that whole meow scene is like one of my favorite things in the whole world. Um, yeah, the opening where they're chasing that kid driving those kids driving the car and they're like hiding their drugs and that is just hilarious. We quote that all the time. Like these strawberries taste like strawberries, or you boys like Mexico. <laughs> um, but yeah, their mustaches are phenomenal in that movie. Yeah. Like they're and they even talk about it. Like who wants a mustache, right? We say that all the time too. <laughs> yeah, that opening scene is apparently based on a uh, true story, but I'm sure it's probably happened more than once. Somebody trying to get rid of get the, away their with weed it. or whatever, yeah. you know, the point of being arrested. Probably. But, uh, I yeah. always tell people this. Um, if you like the meow scene where they're trying to get it, where he's saying meow, if you watch that in Spanish, it's really funny. If you don't speak Spanish, if you speak Spanish, it'll be just like watching it in English. But if you don't, you don't understand anything, but the meow always comes out. So you're just like, blah, 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 meow. Really <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know what's happening anyway. Yep. I loved Farva jumping over the counter. I, I could watch that scene a hundred times and I will laugh just as hard every time. I think it's because the way the kid screams is so funny. <laughs> He's like, ah, this is really funny. Give me a liter of cola. Well, I think it's so that that um one fun fact is that Farva's mustache was fake. The only fake mustache on the in the movie. On the force. Oh, George, does the guy that this session to come at deep? Okay. Sorry, I was trying to figure out if they have a show called to Tacoma FB. Um, and I was trying to remember Farva, that's not his name on the show. He has the most <laughs> show. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hi, George. I know you can't. That's why I made sure I told it, said it. <laughs> that way you could pass it along. Well, thanks for, for uh, dialing in, Amanda. That's awesome. Yeah. I know yeah. you're on Absolutely. Uh, holiday. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just driving back, but um, I was like, I'll catch a little bit of it since you said had said super troopers i was like i'll hop in real quick and talk about it so hopefully you guys will give it good ranking because this is it's this a is our multitude of mustaches <laughs> yeah i appreciate it yeah this is our second time streaming and our first time successfully streaming um hey. by the way before you go co-host yep. you might want to get a hold of jeremy he officially said rob zombies halloween is better than the original jeremy what do you have to say for yourself Brian, cut me if you dare we we would like to uh, stream the uh, grudge match. Jeremy, you and I have to talk later. I'm going to have to kill you now. I don't know what else to say. So sleep with one eye. <laughs> well, I mean, Aaron was talking shit about the greatest showman, too. So. Oh, yeah. I heard. I said something in the comments. I was like, Sorry I about that. ASMR. It wasn't for me. Bye, Aaron. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hop out, but thank you guys for letting me talk for a minute. And I'll, I'll sure. keep listening for a little bit. Bye. Thanks for joining. Peace and hair grease, co-host. Okay, bye. 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 Well, that was cool. Brings us down to one movie. Yeah. I feel like we got Zoom bombed, but that's cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. You're the up. Adams Family. Finally. Oh, the Adams Family. You know, I thought I I thought I picked Super Hornio Brothers for Ron Jeremy's mustache, but um, oh. no, no, uh, yeah, Adams Family, because I had to prove the size of the mustache doesn't always make the mustache. Raw Julia's mustache in the Adams Family is the perfect mustache, not too much, not too little, just perfect. Mm. And I mean, he's a goth, he's a goth daddy pimp. I mean, that's what he is in everything they always put him in. He's a goth daddy pimp and. You don't land Morticia unless you got that stylish mustache. Amen. Like just not gonna, it ain't going to happen. And kind of suave, I, debonair. Exactly. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And that, and it's one of the freaking funniest movies that they ever made. Like, it's just hilarious. Everything about it is perfect. They couldn't have done it any better. All the actors are perfect, too. The Mamushka dance, like, freaking classic. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I, I, and I mean, when I think of mustaches, that's who I think of. I couldn't think of, like, I don't think of the big, beefy cowboy mustaches because they all have those, but. So definitely a better uh, character than the one that's on Wednesday, right? Uh, I like Luis Guzman. Yeah, I think he yeah. does a good job. He, he does a good job, but they haven't actually haven't really given him any time to actually like show his role yet. Like, and, he's and they, least... yeah, he, he had one or two good episodes yeah. in that first season. Yeah, he, he but, had like the least amount of time of anybody on the show so far to actually be on screen. So, yeah. mm-hmm. well, you got to get Catherine Zeta Jones on the screen more than him. Yeah, but, well, obviously, yeah, but I, right. I didn't like his portrayal of Gomez as much. <laughs> On the uh, Wednesday, uh, uh, I think the, the it's more like the original Charles Adams cartoon. I think right, right. But you're not going to get Raw Julia again. There is nobody else who can play that role again. Yeah. I mean, okay. right. well, I, was, I was glad. I was glad Gomez was a much smaller role on the Wednesday series, just because I, 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 I just I was not. I didn't like the way they portrayed him. He's a good actor. He's just not for that role for me. Yeah. I mean, sure, Johnny Depp. You're not going to get anyone who could do it as good as Raw Julia did. So. Okay, I I gotta weigh in here on the raw old Julia thing. Uh, Having a Gomez that was taller than Morticia was a complete disconnect for me. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, I grew up with Aston and the comic books, and raw old Julia uh, was not my favorite. Hmm. Not that I disliked it. I thought he did a great job, but, you know... Gomez is shorter than Morticia. That's all there is to it. So it looks like you're going to get double teamed here in this grudge match. My (laughs) my problem with the original Adams Family movie, and the problem continues to every Adams Family movie since, was that Thing came out of his box and ran just a dismembered hand with nothing attached. Mm -hmm. There was always some arm when he was in the box, you know? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. That, That always bothered me. Yeah. Give him a little forearm, a little more mobility. Well, you know, no, it's keep him in boxes, popping up other places. You can't have a oh, yeah. disembodied a hand point. running down the floor. Well, they did that. That's what they did on Wednesday. He ran around. I know. That's why every everything since that right. one's had a disembodied hand going around, but he belongs in his boxes. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Hot takes. That's what we're all about here. Uh, what? So that's the end of our first segment. Our first mm-hmm. half hour segment is yep. over now. Yeah. An hour and 15 minutes later. <laughs> so too late he had to leave and he left his uh well, his first 11 ranked so he didn't rank all 14 okay um should we take take a quick break <clears throat> yeah a couple minutes is that right with everybody Andy. yeah that's fine so does uh, rod do you have your rankings i do all right what's your number one uh number one will stay tombstone and two. number two godfather uh gangs uh gangs of new york and uh, I'm factoring the TV show into this uh, just to be transparent, but uh, Deadwood, there will be blood. Super Troopers cannot deny the stashes in that. That's <laughs> until you told me one of those was fake. I didn't realize that. Uh, next is uh, Death Wish, Three Men and a Baby, Boogie Nights, Pirates, Big Lebowski, Greatest Showman, Adam's Family, and Million Ways. Actually, the only one I haven't seen, so. Yeah, I was ready to be dead last, so hey. 
Uh, Greatest Showman is great, and I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the, uh, the empowerment. I think Thank I'm you. the only one that didn't like Greatest Showman. Nick, Nick sent a message with his uh, rankings. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just said uh, this was gonna say I'm trying to get off mute. <laughs> but yeah, I put, I put mine in the chat. Okay, I'll pop it. Cool. Thanks, Nick. Tombstone Pirates, uh-huh. Gangs, Adams. Yeah, I was glad to hear you say 14 because I thought it was 15, and I was thought I was missing one, and <laughs> I kept looking at the list, but I don't see the one I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> Flintstones. We're the Flintstones. We need to do some production work on this part of the Deadwood and Godfather. Uh-huh. Okay. Hold and then a million ways. <coughs> okay. Big Lebowski. Okay. Boogie Knights. And Super Troopers. Okay. Mike, I got nothing from Mike, so we're gonna have to blank out Mike. Okay. Chancy. I got Chancy. Oh, I sent that to you, I think. I thought I put it in. Did I do something wrong? Maybe I didn't get Chancy's in. Chancy's got Tombstone, Gangs of New York, The Big Lebowski, There Will Be Blood, Godfather, Adam's Family, Boogie Nights, Pirates of the Caribbean, Three Men and a Baby, Deadwood, Super Troopers, Death Wish, The Showman, The Greatest Showman. Chancy hates musicals, so that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know what MPA. What is MPA? Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, okay. A thousand ways to die. A thousand ways to die. Or a million ways. Yeah. Okay. Casey. And Freddie Fisher. Freddie, I put in. Freddie sent his to. Okay. Oh, okay. Are you ready for mine? Yeah. Uh, Of course, my number one, Three Men and a Baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Uh, Lebowski. Godfather. Tombstone, right. Super Troopers, Death Wish, Boogie Nights, Adam's Family, Deadwood, The Greatest Showman, a Million Ways to Die, There Will Be Blood, and Gangs of New York. All right. And Phil. Boogie Nights, Gangs of New York, a Million Ways to Die, Godfather, There Will Be Blood, Deadwood, Big Lebowski, Tombstone, Super Troopers, Death Wish, Pirates of the Caribbean, Three Men and a Baby, Greatest Showman, and the Adams Family. All right, Lisa. All righty. Uh, hold on, let me don my I am older than 50 glasses. Uh, the Godfather. Wow. Boogie Nights, Lebowski, Death Wish, Pirates, Tombstone, Three Men and a Baby, The Greatest Showman, Gangs of New York, A Million Ways to Die in the West, Adams Family, Super Troopers, Deadwood, and I did remove the series from consideration, so that's why it's so low. And last but not least for me, there will be blood. And Bill. Uh, Death Wish, Tombstone, The Big Lebowski, Pirates of the Caribbean, Gangs of New York, Three Men and a Baby, Super Troopers, Boogie Nights, There Will Be Blood, Deadwood, The Godfather, Adam's Family, The Greatest Showman, in a million ways to die. All right. Then Jeremy. Uh, let's see. Number one, of course, the Abs family. Or mustache family. Uh, then we'll do Pirates. Then gotta do The Godfather. And then we'll do Boogie Nights. A million Ways to Die in the West. Super Troopers, I guess. I guess Three Men and a Baby. And then 
Tombstone, the last I think it's the last one. Actually, oh yeah, South Boss. Big Lebowski, last one I've seen. And then we'll do Death Wish because I've heard great things about it right here. <laughs> and then there, I guess we'll do There Will Be Blood, and then Gangs of New York. Every day, great showman, right? Um, I don't know. Did you? I five said, didn't I? <laughs> looking at it like no, you didn't. Well, fuck me. But uh, that's the last one I got left too, right? I think that's the last place. One more. Yeah, I then do uh, Deadwood last because I've never seen the show or the movie. So, so my number one was Deadwood. Number two, Boogie Nights. Number three, Tombstone. Number four, Super Troopers. Number five, Gangs of New York. Six, Big Lebowski. Seven, There Will Be Blood. Eight, Godfather. Nine, Three Men and a Baby. Godfather Part One. Nine, Three Men and a Baby. Ten, Death Wish. Eleven, Pirates. Twelve, Adam's Family. Thirteen, Million Ways to Die. And fourteen, Greatest Showman. There any? Yeah, I didn't call out Thea's either, did I? Yeah, Thea was Adam's Family, Gangs of New York, Godfather, Boogie Nights, Three Men and a Baby, There Will Be Blood, Tombstone, Greatest Showman. Every time I hit Greatest Showman, it delays. Death Wish, Super Troopers, Million Ways to Die, Pirates, and see, we kind of read Chansey's. Yeah. But not Freddy's? No. Million Ways to Die in the West, Super Troopers, Gangs in New York, um, Big Lebowski, Three Men and a Baby, There Will Be Blood, Tombstone, The Godfather, Adam's Family, Greatest Showman, Death Wish, Pirates. I put Death Wish twice, so I got his wrong. All right. Is that all of them? One of those should be Deadwood, I'm sure. Yeah. And then Boogie Nights. Yeah. Well, it won't, it won't materially affect the leader. No. If that if that's all the ones if we listed everyone, I just want to say if you haven't got enough mustaches out of this episode, you'll want to watch or list tune into Bracket Bastards and their mustache bracket that's coming up. Ooh. Um that's gonna be uh, really good. Maybe a couple people that were here might be on that as well. But yeah, and we kind of uh planned these episodes simultaneously but separately. So, you know, it's not like a um uh I don't know, an incestuous situation. Right. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, yeah what Freddie comes up with. And, right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, let's, let's build up to our reveal here if we won the Felix. Build I think up. we know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so well, maybe not. It's uh, I'm going to guess Tombstone. Well, let's hope not, because then I got to give Rod a copy of his own book as a prize. Well, I mean, could second so, place win the, yeah. the, the, you know, there could be a, you're the giver. You can, the consolation yeah. prize. Yeah. Yeah. You prize. could, if you happen to win, you, it could. is tombstone. It is tombstone. Yeah. Wow. He godfather by another king. Godfather. 131 to 130. Tombstone wins the Felix. I think God, if Godfather's interested, I think they should get the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harvey gets Godfather the book. Godfather should be Har- Harvey would probably enjoy that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you want Excellent. to bequeath that to Harvey, then we'll go ahead and so be it. I will do yeah. so. Copy of Endgame. Right. And congratulations to you on uh, thank winning you the the Felix. I guess that yeah. is very exciting. Yeah. So yeah. and I didn't finish last for once. <laughs> I know. Did I do that for you? Yes. You I did, thought I you? might. You're well, even supposed to last, Aaron. Freddie did it for you, too. What's that? Freddie did it for you, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're fifth, Aaron. Breaking your yeah, streak. So now we got totally three my streak in the uh, in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scarface. Nightmare um, on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street and Tombstone. Yeah. These are nice. the most heralded movies on the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> interwebs. Yeah. Revising on November twenty seventh. Felix where <laughs> Felix Unger was requested to leave his place of residence. That request <laughs> came from his wife. <laughs> I definitely think a uh, honorable mention on there might be wider because it does come out with a volume of mustaches too. Well, Let's talk yeah. about Tombstone. Yeah, but tombstone. if you have to choose between Wyatt Earp and Tombstone, it's Tombstone. There's a yeah. number of honorable mentions we could quickly go. What was oh, the yeah. Osterman weekend? Yeah. Right, T. Nelson had that big bushy mustache. Yeah, that was a crazy mustache for crazy. Chaplin. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Chaplin. Chaplin yeah. should have been on the list. Great dictator. Anything with Chaplin in it or Downey, yeah. you know, with being Chaplin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I was thinking of uh, Anchorman. I'd like to see a Marx Brothers movie on here too. Ron Burgundy. Ron, Ron Burgundy. Burgundy. Right. Yeah. No, if Ron Jeremy played that role, it would have been interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have been a different portrayal. Almost as interesting <laughs> as Aykroyd and Belushi playing in Gang of New York. One Ron Jeremy movie, and I'm okay. <laughs> Which Marx Brothers movie would go? Day at the Races or Night at the Opera? Duck Soup. Mm-hmm. Duck Soup. Duck yeah, soup. Duck Soup for me. Um, they had to brought in Wilford Brimley too, because I can't uh, think of a movie oh, yeah. where he doesn't come in. Yeah. Right. yeah, choose chose Cocoon. I, I was going to, but then I had to go with Deathwish. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Don, I had to go with female empowerment. It being, uh, you know, we just left uh, Women's Month, so Don Amici have a mustache in Cocoon too. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, mm-hmm. he did. It would have been a good choice. And that's the classic stashes there. Yeah, yeah. Errol Flynn. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Robin Hood movie been a good one. Yep. I saw a movie with Titus. Yeah, play no other Robin Hood movie, just that one. Titus <laughs> Williver. <laughs> Otherwise known as Bosch. Uh, Bosch. I saw one where he had a classic, like a huge mustache in. Yeah. Yeah. Could have brought in in Rami Malek for uh, Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we were going cartoons, then Snidely Whiplash has the the stash. Absolutely. And really, you could argue that, I mean, uh, Adam's family could have been higher because Cousin It might actually just be all stash, and we just don't know that. That's (laughs) true. Um, yeah, somewhere stash becomes beard in that though. Could have yeah. also done. Could have also done Jim Carrey Not though. For, uh, Sonic. Possibly toupee. Yeah. Jim Carrey on what? It's just the world and, 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 most major comoder comeover. Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey and Sonic Phil. Sonic, yeah. okay. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Mustache, I got to give him that. He's got mustache and something else, but Sonic's the one that stands out. We, we could have got Casey's Tom Hanks in there with Road to Perdition. Yeah, we could have. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I didn't oh, think of that. Fucking, Shit, I uh, that. I lady Killers. That. The Lady Killers, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really good, too. He's got a good that stash. That is so funny. Killers. If you guys haven't seen it, The Lady Killers. Oh, it's, hilarious. it's hilarious. One of the Wayne brothers is in it, too. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But they just, they could not make the cut. And I just knew that that lady wouldn't, if anything, they were going to die before she did. Mm-hmm. Is that a Coen Brothers movie? I think so. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it seems like it. Well, it's been a it's been an enlightening show. Oh yeah, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Matt Dillon and uh, uh, there's something about Mary. Mm. In fact, right. any movie where he has a mustache, he's the bad guy. 
Well, I, I wanted to bring up, uh, you know, Amanda brought up Super Troopers, but I was thinking about Reno 911 with Don yeah. Cole, and they all had must all the. But that's a TV show. Well, it was a movie. we're not going to go there's, into. There's yeah. a couple of movies. Oh, well, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. But that was more of an extended TV episode as opposed to a movie movie to me. Well, so it was Deadwood. Kind of. I mean, well, yeah, but Deadwood wasn't as good. Right. I mean, did anybody remember <laughs> to Deadwood to was my Aaron? number one? Do what? I was just saying I, I wish we could have nominated Aaron. Oh, well. So does anyone let's start with Casey. Do you want to promote anything as we uh, close out the episode? Uh. I've got a couple of things. Uh, I already kind of sort of promoted the Tom Hanks bracket coming up. The first round of that will start next. Well, depending upon when you guys air this episode, um, Sunday Memorial Day weekend, we will be starting that with the conclusion being on July 9th. We all will announce the winner, which happens to be Tom Hanks' birthday um, as well. In the next two weeks, we've got the second episode of literature reapers coming up so we'll be discussing a time to kill and we'll be doing a crossover episode as well on an evening at the movies um we are always open to suggestions for movies so if you've got ideas hit me up on facebook um and make a recommendation we don't deny any movie it's turn on an evening at the movies as well and every tuesday we are drafting pop culture stuff on the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network drafts. So those are live every Tuesday night. Dre drops the episodes for people to listen to on Friday. So check those out as well. Otherwise, I think that's about it. Amanda's always got stuff coming up on the SIP list as well. And Tuesdays, she and Shanna have Crime Rewind coming out each and every week. So check those out. And other than that, uh, thank you guys for having me. As always, it's Thanks for fun. Us, Thanks for covering Amanda, too. Yeah. Not a problem. Her, her plugs. She'd do it for me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to have to give my title away. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I will be coming back hopefully sometime for it. So it will keep be it well warm. For, for. Keep <laughs> it warm. Keep it cared for. And again, thank you, guys. And next. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeremy. What do you got? Well, of course, you can find Paranormal New Normal wherever you find your podcast these days. You could also find it on YouTube as Paranormal New Normal, and you could find it on Facebook and on Twitter by searching Paranormal New Normal. You can find Maniacal Music Musings the same ways, and you can also find Bracket Bastards wherever you find your podcast, and it streams on YouTube every Saturday, usually at 2 o'clock East, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock Central. All right. Thank you, sir. Rod? Well, the easiest place to find me is uh, rodrgarcia.com. Um, so anything that I'm I'm currently writing, anything I've written, and uh, any other of my you know social media or odd musings will be available there. Um, next book comes out in August, and so I'm uh, just wrapping up the uh, the second book in the series, and uh, was working hard on the cover last night. So very excited about that. And uh, man, I stuck myself on a nine month cycle because they're young adults books and uh, mm-hmm. I don't want my audience to age out before they out, keep yeah. up with things. So um, they are adult appropriate as well. If anybody likes uh, ready player one uh, they've been compared to like a marriage between ready player one and Tron. So um, and even Ender's yeah. game a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little. Right. I can see that as well. Kind of the underdog story. So right. Right. Uh, yeah very excited for the next book to come out and honored to have anybody anybody's feedback on it as as we move forward 
thanks right. for well, coming out. And once again, uh, Harvey's the recipient of a prize of Rod's book, Endgame. Mm-hmm. We'll be forwarding that to him. And so, uh, Mike Hilbig, who couldn't be with us today, but did submit his, oh, he didn't submit his no, he didn't. rankings, but uh, Judgment Day and, and Other White Lies. Other White Lies. Right. Sounds great. Bill, where can we find you? I am in uh, the front of the classroom of B225 for another two weeks before I get to go on my summer break. Thank God. Ooh, what a game. Uh, other than that, the golf course somewhere. Right. Bill is Bill is not only a regular contributor and a really good friend, but he is also a hero. He teaches middle school. Oh, no, I used to. Thank God oh. I got out of that one. I'm back up oh, at the yeah. high school level. Oh, okay, good. Oh, no, but I, I did five years at the middle school, and that, that was way more than enough. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks, Bill. Um, Congratulations on being back at the high school. Yeah, Back in the big leagues. Mm-hmm. Sounds like an easier life. I got the call up. Mm. I've been a middle school middle school girl. I can't even imagine. Nick, do you have anything you'd like to promote? I do not. <laughs> World peace. Yeah, yeah. Got a pretty boring life, so. <laughs> LSI Industries, buy your lighting from them. <laughs> Looks like I already promoted Pirates of the Caribbean. What do you want? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We at Disney appreciate that. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys, this has been fantastic. I hope we kept it as brief as possible and make it entertaining. Thanks, everybody. We have social. Twitter. Yeah, uh uh-huh, pod. Instagram. Yeah, uh uh-huh, pod. Facebook. Yeah, uh uh-huh, pod. Website. www.yeah-uh-huh.com. So let us know. Hit us back. Have a great week. (laughs) 